Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. I'm so thrilled to have Roshni, an award-winning podcast host and a strategic sales expert as a guest today. We are going to discuss how sales is changing post-COVID, especially for startups and SMEs. Hope you will enjoy our conversation. Hi, Roshni. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, Joseph. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, Roshni, let's start with this. What do you do uh, in in sales? Right. So um, I enable uh, ambitious solopreneurs and small business owners become high impact entrepreneurs. And the way I do it is by equipping them with the right sales tools, strategies and systems and even the mindset that helps them have more client conversations and more conversions from those conversations. I'm a certified strategic sales expert, TEDx speaker, author, and podcast host of Ace the Sales. Okay. Uh, I have listened to some of your uh, podcast episodes. They are amazing. They are, they are well done. Uh, Thank you Roshni. so much. <laughs> uh, Roshni, you talked about mindset of, of sales when we were talking about it. Can you go a little deeper on it? Why is mindset very important for sales? Oh, I think uh, mindset is the foundational piece of the work I do with my clients. In fact, I have a framework called MAPS, which is mindset, selling style, planning and skills. So mindset is at the foundational because that's what drives us. That's what makes or breaks the conversations that we are having with our prospect, the confidence that we uh, present ourselves with like the, like the confidence we show up uh, for every conversation and the connection we are able to build with our prospect now the now the mismatch here is that traditionally sales has been associated with something being very manipulative and uh, pushy and even it has earned quite a bad rep of uh, uh, being told something and being sold something else. So mm-hmm. um, so that's why people usually dislike salespeople. And when, as business owners, especially because I work a lot with entrepreneurs and business owners, when they themselves get into the seller's shoes, they feel that people will also dislike me and no one likes to be mm. disliked. So that's why it becomes a the foundational work starts from the mindset where we have to see sales as a vehicle through which we are solving a client's problem. So until unless we change the worldview about sales, we are not able to sell our product program or service to our clients. I completely agree with you on that, uh, that we need to read, look at sales, especially for entrepreneurs and business owners. Now that's okay from a say, uh, mindset looking outside or looking into sales but what's the mindset that i should have as a salesperson especially if i am a startup owner or a sme owner what's the mindset that i should have about myself about my product and so on and so forth Uh, like i said uh, that uh, for a business owner if i am a business owner it is very important for me to view my product or service as something which is solving my client's need And sales Mm -hmm. is just the vehicle, right? Now, 
if you are not able to embrace the process of selling so selling involves a lot many things it needs planning also it need technical skills like uh, setting of your goals and targets and it also requires soft skills like the way you mm. communicate with people you connect your body language all of this everything together uh, makes you great at selling right so mm-hmm. as a person as a business owner you need to work on all these things in order to become a better sales person mm, so what okay. you need to do internally like the the question you asked that what one needs to do personally at a personal level to become great at selling it's for raising yourself in order to raise in sales so working again around your mindset around your skills along uh, around your ability to connect with people and understand their problems so it's a lot about human skills i view se- selling as a human skill wonderful you need to raise yourself up uh, so that you can raise the sales that that's a, a nice fine quote that i'm going to use uh, <laughs> how has covid changed sales uh, roshni oh a lot because um, covid has actually changed everything for a lot of uh, business owners and entrepreneurs especially since i work with uh, solopreneurs and small business owners there has been a huge huge change in the way they have to approach selling so they don't have a choice but they have to do it in that way and there are three prominent shifts that i have seen first is the change in the definition of word of mouth because mm-hmm. the uh, solopreneurs and small business owner rely a lot on referrals and word of mouth uh, marketing right now that word of mouth definition has changed it has become entirely digital your online presence the way you show up on digital or social or any other platform the way you show up on zoom Mm. so your word of mouth has changed that's the first shift the second shift is the huge rise in the need of a personal brand for every business owner irrespective mm-hmm. of whether you have an online business or not your personal brand has to be online because just just to give you um a validation for this point is around the story which i read somewhere about uh, elon musk so when mm. they wanted to raise funds for their space program it was a very strategic and intentional move to build the pe- entire personal brand of elon musk the quirky the person uh, who starts tweet storms and controversies so this was a very intentional move on their uh, part the uh, uh, the strategy part of it to develop this curiosity around him and the investor mm. invested in the startup owner not the business idea mm, so yeah. whether or not you have an online business or whether or not what you do manufacturing or a service based business you need to show up on digital on social and stand for a cause stand for something unique have a unique personality mm. and the th- and thirdly i think the uh, shift which is for good is the uh, accessibility which enables many business owners to think global to broaden Correct. their horizons it's not restricted like for me also um, my business my consulting business and coaching business expanded uh, internationally during the time of covid 
because I was speaking in virtual summits, I was uh, uh, inside a lot many communities, uh, women-based communities, and it like exploded for me the opportunities. And uh, so that's a huge positive shift for startup owners and uh, business owners that they can think global. Mm, very true. And uh, you talked about this personal brand. And whenever I speak to the startup founders or entrepreneurs, they also always have this fear that their business will be tied very closely to their personal brand. And if they would say something, it will be deemed controversial and it will affect their business. So how do you, how can they deal with that? And that's a, that's a fear that most of the Indian entrepreneurs have. So how can they deal with that? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that's a very funny uh, in uh, hindi phrase which my father used to say but nami mein bhi to naam hota hai <laughs> so okay. people get to know you even when you are having a bad team <laughs> so it's not that uh, go out and start controversies uh, i need to say but don't be don't be so um, so cautious about everything and anything you do when as mm-hmm. a personal brand, you are standing for a cause, you are ha- owning a particular thought process of yours, stand by it, what come may. That's mm-hmm. what a business leader, that's what a startup uh, owner needs to stand for. Mm-hmm. And they have to, uh, uh, they need to have the ability to stand by what they have said. So I don't think there's any need to fear about putting your thoughts across on social. Uh, It is, of course, still a digital world. Nothing (laughs) really (laughs) happens in the uh, physical or the real world. Trolls always uh, uh, remain in the Twitter feeds. They never show up. So there's nothing to fear. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We we talked about the shifts that have happened. But amidst all of the shifts, what hasn't changed in uh, sales? Oh, the definition of sales. Uh, like it is all about helping your client reach their goals, whether uh, as a coach, you are helping them with their relationship, with their life, health, or as a consultant, you are helping a business, a startup and SME grow and uh, reach to more geographies, increase their sales, whatever it is. Ultimately, it is uh, you who is solving your client's needs, their problems. Mm-hmm. And until mm-hmm. unless you sell to them, there is an exchange of money with uh, against the product or the services that you are providing. It's a charity. It's not a business. If you are happy doing the charity, go ahead, keep doing the charity. But if you are a business owner, until unless you sell it, it won't be a business. Okay. So one of the shifts, the, the third shift that you said is because of the digital, it is globally, we are accessible and... Uh, the companies can now sell anywhere. What kind of opportunities are is it opening for salespeople? For mm-hmm. companies, I can understand that the now globally now right. the field is opening, the playground is global, and they can sell globally. But what are the opportunities that are opening for salespeople? So, if I am a sales guy, what kind of opportunities are it opening? I think uh, for salespeople, uh, it has always traditionally also been uh, the opportunity of uh, doing commission-based selling. 
but which has mm-hmm. also opened up uh, recently which uh, which has again caught up into trend with the entire gig economy coming up is the uh, opportunity of being a fractional executive and mm-hmm. why i think it works best both for the company and the uh, person and the uh, freelancer or the consultant uh, as well Uh, because for the company it is a very cost effective uh, measure fractional uh, mm. executive probably comes at a uh, at a designated time and the uh, discrete engagement which is probably one day a week or two day a week or three day a week it is pre decided so cost wise as a business owner it is a very lucrative uh, opportunity for them it is also mm. a good opportunity for them because uh, amidst all the scenario and the conversation of great re- resignation they are able to actually retain the uh, c suits and uh, good talent if it is a small um, business it's a growth stage business it's a medium enterprise who probably cannot afford to accommodate a highly talented person or a c suit level person on a regular basis on a 365 base uh, day basis mm. they probably can engage them as a fractional executive it mm. works very well for them and on the other side for the person or the uh, sales leader it works very well because they have more control over their time and their engagement and they can explore more possibilities like in the past i have also worked a lot Uh, with companies as um, fractional executive for their uh, customers as su- customer success officer as the strategic alliances head at the business head um, and uh, as a sales leader who is present there always to make sure that the team is following through the strategy implementing it coaching and mentoring them so mm. it is a win win situation for both the organization as well as for the individual so it it leads me to two questions the first question is you interestingly talked about fractional sales people but also you touched upon fractional executives so would we see fractional sales heads or fractional cso's as a very norm in the future uh, i cannot uh, uh... confirm about it being the norm i have done it in the past and i'm still doing it so i don't see why not <laughs> <laughs> very good now the the follow up question to that is then is it opening up newer opportunities for women to get into sales because earlier it has always been kind of tedious thing for women to get into it because of lot of travel and everything so now is it is it becoming norm now oh yes definitely uh, and a very um, close to my heart uh, topic actually uh, joseph about uh, women entering into sales because uh, yes indeed with the entire opportunity of uh, digital selling uh, and We, the fact that we are moving away from the traditional ways of selling which involved a lot of field visits and travel it has become mm-hmm. so much easier for women in, to enter into the space because uh, they can actually leverage the tech tools the digital platforms to uh, make make great inroads into the sales uh, arena mm-hmm. 
they don't have to worry about the security and safety and uh, dirty loose and uh, don't know what where they are <laughs> going and whom they are meeting it's all virtual now so it creates a makes a great um, opportunity for them to enter into it the barrier to entry is lowered down so yeah actually this is a great end piece that i want to uh, talk to about all the women especially who are listening to this conversation and podcast that yes get into sales it is a great arena to be in uh, roshni many of my friends are in uh, tech so they will develop a product and they will get into newer saas product development and they will develop it really really well but they cannot make sales <laughs> how can they st- and and as as uh, bootstrappers as solopreneurs as as you rightly said as well the entrepreneurs themselves will have to be sales persons so how can they get started in sales right great question joseph so yes actually for many businesses the first sales person is the business owner him or herself and the first thing that they need to do in order to get better at selling is to stop labeling themselves mm. we tend to label ourselves as i am a tech guy i cannot sell i am an introvert i cannot talk to people i cannot sell i am a woman no one will listen to me i cannot sell so these are all labels these are all stories we love telling ourselves which is not true till the time we don't um don't get face to face with the fact that as a business owner you are the person responsible for the growth of your organization you won't uh, come face to face with the fact that you have to sell mm. whether you are a tech person whether you are a bootstrapped startup owner it mm-hmm. is something which you have to do what mm. will also make it easier for you is to understand the fact that selling is after all is a learnable skill just mm. like the way you learn to drive a car you learn to cook an omelet very much like that you can learn to sell and interestingly selling is not one big great art or science uh, uh, thing right it is more like a jigsaw puzzle with small small pieces coming together to make a beautiful image so these small pieces look like uh, soft skills like communication mm-hmm. skills storytelling active uh, listening asking great questions body language it looks like technical skills like sales planning sales forecasting sales productivity it looks like personal skills where you are able to manage yourself you are able to manage your emotions you are able to understand your buyer's emotions so mm. it is coming together of all these small small little uh, skills which together make you great at selling and it's no rocket science everyone can do it so whether you are a tech uh, startup owner or you are a coach or a consulting selling is for everyone it's again a human skill a learnable skill Roshni I think this is the right time for me to ask what kind of training do you offer if at all I want to get trained uh, how should I get started with you 
just book a 30 minutes free discovery call with me i can tell you what i can do <laughs> for you <laughs> because the thing is uh, joseph uh, yes there are a lot of uh, cookie cutter solutions out there in the market and but i know as a business owner who's worked uh, for 13 plus years as, as an entrepreneur that every business is unique every business owner is unique so whatever mm. work that i do is very curated and personalized to that business owner's need. So mm. even if it is a consulting, a training or skill development that I help them to do, helping them to work on their mindset or their selling skills or their strategies for the business, it's all a very one-to-one -one and personal approach that I take. So yes, if you want to do something uh, in sales, uh, learn something, so you have to book a 30-minute call with me. <laughs> Will do, will do immediately after this, uh, Roshni. Thanks a lot. Now, what makes a person great at sales? You said sales is a learnable skill. Right. So so what makes me a good salesperson? Uh, something which I uh, mentioned earlier in the uh, conversation, which is the MAPS framework. So I have uh, worked around a lot many aspects of sales and this is the framework which fits perfectly for anyone who is looking to master uh, the, area, the function of sales. And mm -hmm. it starts again with the mindset, your okay. selling style, acknowledging and identifying what your strengths are. Everyone has got something or the good uh, other good in themselves. It's just that we tend to be very critical about ourselves and do not appreciate what's good. So mm. whether you are someone who likes to use stories in their conversation or you are someone who likes to lead with data and statistics or someone who is uh, a very good problem solver, whatever it is, play to your strengths. That becomes your selling style. Thirdly, planning, which is the strategic part. Many entrepreneurs do not work on their sales pipeline, their sales targets, especially the small business owners. That is something you need to sit down and do work on your strategy and the plan of action. And lastly, the skill part, which I just uh, explained earlier. Yeah. So it is coming together all of all these four aspects that will make you great at selling. Wonderful. And uh, so... So this is the maps that you talked about. Say, for example, I started with the sales and I've understood this. The trouble is the one fear that I will always have is, uh, or rather most of the time that we have is, I go to a prospect and I don't want to mess that up. Mm -hmm. So how can I practice selling without really being in front of the prospect? Oh, very simple. Hire a coach like me. <laughs> So we, so we can do the, the those role plays and uh, help you do the practice. But mm. but a simpler way is that just stand in front of the mirror. Mm. You know how mm. much afraid people are to look at themselves eye to eye in the mirror. If you are able to talk to yourself in the mirror and sell to yourself, you can sell to anybody. Wow. <laughs> That's a wonderful advice. Yes. That's a very good advice. I think... I think the point that you are talking about, we are way too critical of ourselves. Exactly. And and then, you know, in front of the mirror, if you can say, stand and uh, without fe uh, fear, without being uh, disappointed and frustrated, if you can sell to ourselves, 
i think uh, that would be a fantastic uh, way to start and practice selling oh yes that uh, it's a mirror challenge every every person who is listening to your show should do that stand in front of the mirror and sell your product to yourself <laughs> i'm going to ask my friends to do that that's a very good exercise that they should uh, do and they can do and probably in that way they can expand on whatever selling that they have to do exactly uh, okay uh, roshni this has been a, f- a fantastic learning experience for me i am going to uh, start practicing whatever that you talked about the maps framework and standing in front of the mirror and uh, probably selling this podcast to myself and then so on and so forth i'm going to do that it has been wonderful thanks a lot for taking your time to talk to me roshni thank you so much and thanks for asking such wonderful questions it's been a, a wonderful experience to be on your show thank you thank you i hope you enjoyed our conversation please share what you liked in our conversation on social media and tag us have a life of wins <laughs>